enjoy these last few moments before your mind is blown. <laughs> Wrist deep into science. Oh, God. That's fantastic. Some of my favorite parts of the whip around are <laughs> the moments right before we start recording when we make each other laugh and realize we're stupid asses for not starting the recording. <laughs> Basically. It would have been way funnier, citizens. Sorry. So welcome to the <laughs> hopefully momentumful, though I doubt it, whip around. That's not a term. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's an attitude podcast. <laughs> it's, it's a, a podcast with attitude. It's a potitude. It's a potitude. Ring Sean, that bell for I'm me, Sean, damn it. Yeah, take it. Take it. That's take it. I'm Sean Hayes. I'm Phil Laporta. And that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> I do weird news. He does weird news. I do macabre. I do science. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible morning talk show. <laughs> oh, no. We finally... Well, if it, if it walks like a duck. <laughs> if we finally... <laughs> it talks like a duck. <laughs> we finally devolved into things that's just all air horn sirens and, like, you know, train whistles. Do the thing. Ass... Air horn siren. Do the thing. Oh, and this too. Coming at you in the morning. <laughs> it's Sean and that the Gimp. Was Rod Stewart. Ah, <laughs> oh, got Serving worse. us some coffee. I don't know. It got worse. How, what's up with you? I'm so tired. <laughs> you seem it. I'm so tired. You look Emotionally, better. physically, I've I am tired. Uh, however, yes. To avoid all like the negative stuff, because nobody goes like, "Ooh, the whip round is up. Bum me out, boys." <laughs> yeah. I I have my second and final uh, cool sculpting. Oh, you do look a little red on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, I didn't have it. It's oh. coming. <laughs> what bad news? You're a little raw. Well, did I'm, you shave? I shaved the other day. Well, that's probably no, but right. you know, I think I probably have been worrying at my neck. Oh, I think I you worry know what? At, you do do I that. Think I worry at my neck because it was a source of uncomfortable, horrible shame and destruction for so long. The turkey neck that you try to just. Pull it out whenever you're worried. So now I, I'm going, oh, oh, and it's like I'm feeling my contours probably. The point is this. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> Yawn brand. Way to go. Uh, if there's something else, I don't remember what it is. What's up with you? Well, let's start with citizen contact mail. We've got a couple this week. Uh, I want to start. I want to. St- what? Oh. No, multiples this week. You. <laughs> uh, first of all, shout out to Citizen Mel. Got to see him and sit down with him, have a couple beers the other day. He's doing great. He's back. He was <laughs> welcome home. He was doing work down in Philadelphia with the incoming refugees. And let me tell you what, tough thing. I, <laughs> it's a little easier than doing it with the outgoing refugees. <laughs> they usually don't want to hang out. <laughs> you don't want to outgo. So yeah, but A-S. but Mel's back, and I finally got to give him. Some whip around swag, ladies and gentlemen, and he has something that none of you can have, or maybe you will. Phil's virginity. More? Oh no! <laughs> is that not where this is going? <laughs> no. no. I was getting ready to congratulate y'all. More, more on that later. But Mel, it's good to see. You. It's good to have you back. Well, as always, home, thanks, for, thanks for listening. He was Our just in Philadelphia. You back, know? and you're gonna be in trouble. He was just in Philadelphia. He didn't go too far, huh? Anyway, and we. Uh. We still appreciate it, Mel. Deployed and to Philadelphia. We deployed to Philadelphia. Which, li- listen, it's Philadelphia. Bad things happen. And I uh, got a message from Jill, uh, Citizen Jillian. Uh, she said, hi, whip around, fellas. I had an experience around any of Phil's back-to-school, uh, fear of back-to-school finding dead student. I got to my oh, campus, no. did to my usual rounds of unlocking classroom doors, got to unlock our giant storage closet, put some things away, and I'm blasted with a horrible smell, what I can only describe as the smell of death. Oh. My first thought was I was about to find the body of a student. Oh, how you guys influenced me. Good news, bad news. Didn't find a dead body, but didn't find the source of the smell. I have. She has yet to reach back out and Dang. tell us if she found out what that was. Citizen Jillian, uh, we have not met before, Citizen Jillian, have we? Because... Yes, now you I mean, have. You introduced us. No, I mean that in the, f- the fucking show way. Oh, oh, that thing. You are such... <laughs> I'm going to use it. I'm using it, Phil. Nimrod. You are being a Nimrod. Wow! No, but really, bear, keep... Paperclip her email... Yes. ...when I do... The cabinet. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh oh. The fact that she she went in there and was like, oh no, and then it was like, you know what, gone. What I don't or or not there or whatever. Well, I hope her, her I hope her cabinet is aired out and uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nimrod. 
<laughs> and I hope that it's not a dead body after all, but we want to know what it is. Let us know. Citizens, we always love when you reach out to us. Thanks for reaching out. Keep reaching out. And uh, also, Nim. other than that, <laughs> other than that, I'm fine. And I have Rod. <laughs> a gauntlet to throw down to all of the teachers in America. That's right. Haven't they been through enough? No. Because you know what? Oh, no. I had two students come back to me before I left today. And hi, Citizens Crystal and Rom, if you're out there. And they came if you're not, condolences. And they came back to thank me, like many students have in the past, for making two classes that they're taking right now easy for them based on what I taught them last year. Yo, I used to try to do that in comp. I got one thank you in my whole short career. I know how you feel, though. Okay. Here's the thing. That used to happen relatively consistently because of like the regular schedule of students where they'd see my classes. They'd see it and they'd be like, damn it, Dr. L, thanks. Bragging. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Hurry up. Well, here's the thing. I was worried I'd never hear that from teaching remotely for three semesters. But they had all those damn classes remotely, which means I can still get through through to students remotely. So you know what? No teacher out there has an excuse because you know what? I am a Nimrod. And if I can do it as a Nimrod, so can you. But are you doing it? No, I'm not because I'm not on the tracks. Choo-choo, the weirdest coming through. It's time for Jane Rackett. Yes, I know. Oh, a hero. I know, and yet it has become an insult or a minor yeah, X Men villain because of Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a Bugs Bunny. One yeah. Nimrod. Yeah, yeah. The k- Kingmaker <laughs> in the swear world. That indeed, way better than Fouch and Twizpipe. If only he were around for those. Yeah. Anyway, I've got six things sitting on the tracks. One of them should have got off because it's fake. So. There are five real things on the tracks of the six. Spot the fake, win the day. Most confusing trolley problem ever. (laughs) Hurry up! Which one of these headlines would you like to run over? (laughs) Viagra thief, not a hardened criminal, lawyer says. That one. Woman dressed as nun seen dancing with skeleton outside Hull Graveyard. Oh! North Shore pizza dough blob grows to enormous proportions, overtakes dumpster, post-Ida. Oh, wow. High-risk activity. Ardern advises hospital visitors against sex with patients during COVID. Uh, Bobcat attacks ring doorbell while a possum watches. And... Spicy chicken nugget leads to six-car pileup and power outage. Man, what is with the fast food issues? <laughs> ah, Phil! Two! Fast- oh! Biograph thief, not a hardened criminal lawyer, says woman dressed as nun seen dancing with skeleton outside whole graveyard. North Shore pizza dough blob grows to enormous proportions, overtakes dumpster post Ida. High risk activity. Ardern advises hospital visitors against sex with patients during COVID. Bobcat attacks ring doorbell while possum watches. Spicy chicken nugget leads to six car pileup and power outage. I never know which one of these you're actually going to like lose your shit at every week. And I'm, I'm just always. While a possum <laughs> watches. I. And. Are you serious? Maybe I am. The possum likes to watch. You don't hear the like sort of oddly. Oh yes, I do. Nature documentary. Yes. Thing? Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I was about to say the one that I'm suspicious of is that possum. Uh, well, but I, what's this? Can you say the second one one more time? Woman and the nun. The nun. Yeah. Woman dressed as nun, seen dancing with skeleton outside Hull graveyard. Okay. Now, obviously, Hull is a town. Thank you. It's also the outside of nut. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. The thing, don't ever leave the whip around act like you learned something, huh? You do learn tons here, people. Come on. I anyway, that one just I don't know. It seems it seems Am I Sean baiting you? Seems yeah, that's a possibility. The only other one <laughs> besides this possum porn thing. <laughs> you like to watch. You put the O in Opossum. Opossum. Jesus. God. Why? Because someone had to. I guess so. The second one's fake. No, dude, that was real. I, I'm so disappointed that you didn't catch on to that one. Or like that catch you, on. Or rather that you didn't catch it this week in the news. Like, I figured you would have seen I it. I had a rough week. That's fair. Was it the... <laughs> no, the Bobcats. Good. Good. <laughs> worst, Good. worst written headline of the week. Then uh, if I had to venture another guess, uh, the last one. That would have been it. The spicy chicken the nugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way. I even said it. Like, what's with all the fast food Yeah, spicy stuff? chicken nuggets leads to six-car pileup and power outage. By the way. Ooh. Next week, citizens, you're going to have a chance to win an exclusive Whip Around t-shirt if you can spot, spot the, the pattern. Nipple. Oh. 
that I'm building up before Sean does. Oh, oh, I'm starting a pattern. So many chances. I'm starting to win. <laughs> Hundreds if, will enter. If you're, if you're if you're the first one, I'll tell you what. First two to beat Sean to the punch, I'll send you a T-shirt. Uh, if you get beat Sean to it, and you, it, or if you beat Sean to it, and you're not one of the first two, of course we'll give you a shout out on air. Hey, here's and here's the little uh, I don't know the the, the little uh, the bait for you, whatever that sweeten the deal. Mm. I'm and I'm talking to the citizens, not Phil. <laughs> Phil knows. I'm not gonna try to, <laughs> if I hit it, and I'm like it's this. I'll say it as if I'm the smartest guy in the world. But since I'm not, you're I'm not gonna try. You're gonna. <laughs> You know, I think what was it last time? After like two months, you were like, months, you can it's ask the me second a- one for God's sake." That's not how it was. Well, that, fuck you. That's what I was saying in my head. It was far more shame on my <laughs> part, not anger on yours, or it wouldn't have been funny. But the point is, I'm bored with this. Let's go before we dropped out of boredom to Sean's cabinet of the macabre. Thank you. <laughs> That's weird. Now, look, I am not blind to things right in front of me, Phil, 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 whom I see. Yes. Citizens whom I don't. So I get, you know, I don't have full right in front tinnitus, you know, like that thing when you're like, where are my glasses? They're right in front of you. Oh, that's that's good. Right in front tinnitus. I coin that shit. You deserve that. Anyway, so I just want to say that yeah, I, I am part also, as are you, Phil. Part of a weird news podcast, and I, and it's important to note that podcasts and the tales that you may hear on them, at least I feel, work best when the story's involved. They have some kind of closure. Even if it's a matter of an enduring mystery uh, or a story that's paused officially while the courts do this or while the this do yeah, this. There's got to be a chapter break at yeah. least, if not an end to the story, or it's not satisfying. So... Let me say t- real quick here, two things that can be true at once. And I'm talking to the citizens, Phil. I know I know you're down. Uh, number one, I am hooked, absolutely hooked on the strange and oddly magnetic story unfolding on front pages right now of the almost certainly murdered 22-year-old uh, oh. pretty blonde girl, uh, Gabby Petito, mm-hmm. and her as yet as we speak right now, her mysteriously still missing, hiding, her parents say, uh, fiance, Brian, no way is your middle name not dirty, laundry. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks, if you didn't listen to anyone else. A body was found in the Grand Teton National Park, Wyoming, a few days ago. That is now, as of Monday, uh, all but confirmed to be Gabby's. And, and laundry is said to be hiding out somewhere. That is... So funny that you also had your washing machine like break on you and you're talking about a guy named Laundry. I didn't even make the connection because I just wish it would all stop. <laughs> uh, number two, the other thing that can be true at the same time. It's not ready for the whip around, this story. Okay? Is it macabre? Uh, yeah. Is it weird at all? Well, I hate to say it, but we just don't have enough details to be absolutely sure about it. For all I know, this is another garden variety killer douchebag story with no flair at all. Um, and since this is a still developing story, it ain't the focus of the McCabinet this week, okay? And I admit it. It was gonna be a big thing on the McCabinet this week until they found that fucking corpse, which I'm glad they did. <laughs> There's closure. I'd like to say for the family. Yes. Kind of. Kind, kind of. of. That kind. Until yeah. they proved the suspiciously missing. Yeah, well, yeah. So in my timeline. This and Phil, this is still ongoing. I was going to do it, but things keep happening, so here we are. Okay? Okay. Well, that's a short cabinet, folks. I know. I know. Now, (laughs) question. Like Phil, you're all hungry for some strangely exciting grim tidings, or you wouldn't be here. Famished, even. So um, let me give you a brief story about closure of a sort. Okay. How much of this do you know, Phil? Oh, I I just read the title. (laughs) Okay. All right. August 30th of this year. And I, I think it's pronounced, is it Slidell? Slidell, Louisiana? Slidell? I don't know. I didn't even get that far before I sent it to you. Louisiana's Timothy Sattery Sr. Uh, heads out into a water-damaged town, seeing the remnants of Hurricane Ida's wrath just everywhere the dude looked. His neighborhood was on the edge of a swamp in normal times. People would take tours like, and, and, and sort of enter <laughs> a, well, around where he lived. 
they would, you know, pay money and sure. I guess like look at the swamp. People tourism is fucking bananas. But anyway, that's the kind of place right up against the swamp. Well, when Hurricane Ida hit, that swamp just sort of enveloped the town and Came flooded in. it sure. out. And you know, so in the morning bigger tours. Uh-huh. Of uh well, <laughs> especially now, of August thirtieth. Right, remember. So in the morning on August thirtieth, Sattery headed along the side of his uh raised house making for his ground level shed and while he was halfway to the shed that's when 68 year old mrs satterly and she seems to have asked to not be named in none of the sources that, that i found was she named so uh you know fair considering but lest anyone think i'm like and she was a wife <laughs> anyway that's when Mrs. Satterley saw the massive alligator explode from the flooded yard oh. and strike hard and fast. By the time she was able to get outside, quote, the alligator had him in a death roll and had That's ripped bad. off one of his arms. Game over. Per the parish police. So, as the missus went ballistic, screaming bloody murder, I am sure, and uh, God knows what, throwing thing. who knows what, the alligator... Raced back into the water. So the alligator... With the body? Fled. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. So the Satterleys quickly came up with a plan with Timothy grievously wounded and, and you know, blacking out. Down an arm, losing blood? Yeah. Blacking oh, out as they're talking. Yeah, the yeah. plan is the missus would get into this little boat that they own, this little rowboat, and she could not hope to get him... Again, they're in their 70s. I think she was in her like late 60s. Oh, boy. She can't get him into the boat, but she can go for help and get, you know, someone call 911. Time me up, try to stem the bleeding, go for help. Okay, all that, it's right? a plan. So she's going to go and, uh, you know, put him in that boat. It's going to capsize or, or worse. He's going to, like, drag out into it. It's going to bleed in the water and attract who knows. Sharks, anyway. then, even. Worse. Who knows? You know, so probably not sharks. Shark a cane. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, so leaving him sprawled on the house's front steps, off the missus goes to fetch help. Uh, and she found it in the form of multiple concerned citizens, all of whom mobilized to alert police, alert others in the area and warn them about what's happening or go to get help. While Mrs. Sattery was able to you know, carefully row herself back to her house. And when she finally arrived, yeah. empty stairs. Oh, no. Just blood and the watchful, hungry swamp. Now, fast forward. To Tuesday, the 14th, the um, search for Timothy came to an end when authorities reported capturing, thanks to a clever trap and a, uh, a Jaws-like willingness on behalf of a certain alligator to head toward humans all the time, right. uh, a 12-foot gator weighing over a quarter of a ton Holy shit. turned up in a trap 504 pounds of cold-blooded stone-eyed dinosaur cousin man now once captured authorities put the thing down they did euthanize the alligator and again as if we're in the movie jaws they sliced the old paul prudhomme size <laughs> alligator open quote and that's when they discovered the body parts police said adding helpfully it was the upper parts of a human body. Ah, well, good. And hey, it's awful for his wife, 100%. But, but, if we look on the bright side of the swamp, which is probably only bright due to swamp gas, but, hey, if we look on the gassy side of the swamp, she got closure. I didn't. <laughs> I still have to wait about the murder that I'm interested in. So who's the real victim here who's still alive? Anyway, the guy whose dinner, is, you know, I, I grant you. Sure. You know. Uh, by the way, uh, the article that you did kindly send me just after seeing the headline when I was like, my fucking macabre story blew up. Uh, and thank you for the save, Phil. You're welcome. Uh, it gave this fact for comparison, so I can just say this. And remember, he said 12 feet, 504 pounds. Seems pretty large. Um, now, I can say this. This wasn't even in the article, but like an alligator, I think like any, whatever the biggest kind of alligator is, like the American alligator, you know, well, yeah. it can get up to 1,000 pounds in the proper environment. So this is halfway there. But, but 
uh, per the police spokesman who discussed this whole thing with the press, quote, the alligator, this one, okay, so the alligator was unusually large for the region where those caught typically measure seven and a half to eight feet in length and rarely exceed 300 pounds. So in a sense, dude ended his life kind of a record holder. <laughs> part of the team sure. effort, part of the team effort that was this record holder for Louisiana Killer Gators, you know? I mean, some of that weight was Saturday. That some of that is Timothy's hard work. Couldn't have won the complimentary euthanizing and deep tissue massage without one Timothy Saturday. Your thoughts, Phil. Several things. One, when I handed you this article, I totally misread the headline and I thought it said that found body parts of another person while they were looking for the first one. Well, alas. Alas. Well, I guess that'll be, you know, part two. I was going to say, good the news. The revenge. Might happen. Yeah. Jaws 2. Oh, what a horrible movie that was. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Not as bad as Jaws 3D. And uh, a little better than Jaws 4, but the bar is very low. The buoy is very low. Listen, if that was an in-flight movie, I'd still walk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I mean, that was the thing I was thinking about. I'm glad I could save you. And then also, just to tie it all the way back to your original story, every time I hear the name, I hate to say it, but I think of the very first season of American Gladiators because Nancy, Nancy Petito won for the women in the first season. So I, I just couldn't help but think that every time I, I hear that. Hi, Nitro. And uh, yeah, no further questions, Your Honor. All right. Well, then I suggest we take ourselves a break and come back. And now are you tipping your hand to the no. citizens about... Uh... No, we'll just get into it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, enjoy these last few moments before your mind is blown. <laughs> Wrist deep into science. Oh, God. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil... <laughs> Against my better judgment, and we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you <laughs> come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. Phil, what's your favorite flavor of jelly bean? Uh, cherry, probably. Really? Let me, are you talking about like, like jelly belly flavors? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so then the, really it's like anything. I think we're like standard jelly beans. No, no, no. Yeah, I, th I think they're cherry. It's just a really like strong, good cherry flavor. I like it. Can I tell you something? What? About me? What? I think mm -hmm. that the non-traditional flavors, not the gross ones. Don't you go all buttered popcorn on me. I have buttered popcorn uh, jelly oh. bellies in the studio right oh, now. Oh, no. We are back. Oh, that's gross. And I'm going to make Phil watch me eat one. Don't you. Oh, that's so Act nasty. Two, I'm going to whip around. How do you eat something that's like sweet and like butter flavor? It's just science. Wait. It kind of is. And it still matters, damn it. Buttery things, you idiot. All right, fine. Nimrod. I <laughs> 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 brought it back. That's gross, man. It's like the one flavor I don't care for. What about caramel corn? I don't. Caramel popcorn flavor. No. Well, then you're a fucking liar. No. I just don't like, care for it. Because you dislike two flavors. You said there's only one. I, I will actively avoid that. I'll have the other one. Here. No. Stop it with the jelly beans. <laughs> so <laughs> I can drink He's... gin 15 fucking ways. <laughs> All right. You know what? Yeah, fine. Give me no, the. Oh, no. No. You, you have a point there. I'll admit that. Anyway, we have a short science, but it's still a long science because it's a protracted game of fill me in. Oh, God, what? No, no, no. Whoa. What? I'm trying fill to give in? you a different read on that. All act? It's a little bit of a protracted game. Because it's fill me in? 
Ig Nobel Prize Edition! It's like, what does that yell? Still okay. It's still okay. We hear him screaming. It's time for the Ig Nobel Prizes. Man, that, I've been waiting for this. I know. And, I know and, you have, and I'm happy to bring it to you when you're having a bad time. I need this. I though. think you might. I do. And for citizens who may be newer, let me, if you've never heard Not us babies, talk. babies. You just picked up well, the Well, yeah, you just picked up the whip around, like, since the last year. For citizens who are gumming the phone. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. <laughs> well done, sir. Well played. Just kidding. I don't have any left. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've been celebrating the Ig Nobel Prizes pretty much since we started the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Ig Nobels are given out every year to actual researchers who have published research (laughs) that is real. It's not a joke. It's important to emphasize. Not a joke. Not a joke. They have done this serious (laughs) scientific research on things when you read the title, make you wonder what the hell is going on. And then when you read the research makes you actually think a little bit. And yeah. and I got to be honest with you, of all of the things out there that aren't just like things that we have made, I don't think there's anything out there in the universe that really speaks to what I like to do on the show more than the Ig Nobel Prizes. Agreed. And isn't it usually like the best ones, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. in your in your opinion, which mm-hmm. has helped me understand the Ig Nobel. Sure. The best kind is the one where you're like, why didn't we think to study this before? I, I That is definitely some one of, of my favorite best. ones. When you get over that laughing and you realize what they're doing, you're like, wait a minute. Right. How did you not actually... Yeah, I, I think it's beautiful. And and the uh, the best part is the, the ceremonies are done uh, at Harvard and the Ig Nobel winners are given their Ig Nobel prizes by actual Nobel Prize winners. So everyone's in on this. Everybody's in on the joke and... and well, it's joking. I mean, it it's is, actually... But it is an honor, yeah. you know, to, to recognize that research that looks weird and then really turns out to be worth it. And, and I absolutely love this. And so... Hypothetically worth it. Well, more worth it than That's you think... That's a theory. More worth it than you think on the surface. Yeah, true. And so uh, I w- I've been wanting for a while to showcase all the winners because usually they give out anywhere from... Like, let's say like 12 to like 16, like on any given year. This year, there were a total of nine. And I realized that I can highlight all of them through through this game. All right. So that's why it's a little bit of a protracted game. That's why all we're doing is the game for science. It's also some shots in the dark, I'm guessing, because one sometimes just. Sometimes. I have a feeling. What? That. That. If. I have a feeling. Well, some how many of, of your feelings have I disappointed tragically? Uh, not as many as you seem to keep thinking you do, which is like this reverse Dunning Kruger effect you have going on. Well, I was there when you used the the second slot for the headlines <laughs> for months. Maybe you weren't there. I was. I was hoping that it was going to end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so am I, buddy. <laughs> well, this game hasn't even started yet. So what I've got are actual Ig Nobel prizes that were given out this year with a strategically placed blank. I'll give you three choices, and you tell me what the Ig Nobel was actually won for. Okay. Are you ready to play? Kind of, but right now when you said a strategically taste, uh, placed <laughs> blank, I'm thinking of the way they used to like put censored bars over like the, the Statue of David. They would just be like the black box. <laughs> that is a strategically placed blank. I was more thinking... Of, like, unnecessary censorship when they bleep out things that don't need to be bleeped out, making it dirty? Let's talk about things that are more interesting than our show. Yes. So, let's talk. We've got... Herpes. No. no. Me neither. I'm cutting all of this. (laughs) The biology prize. For uh, for analyzing variations in purring, chirping, chattering, trilling, tweedling, murmuring, meowing, moaning, squeaking, hissing, yowling, howling, growling, and other modes of blank. Phil talks (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) Was it mid-coitus affectations, cat-human communication, or human-infant communication styles? Okay, now obviously intuitively i want to go for the cat thing i mean i was thinking cat before you got to meow um so the only time cat showed up was the second one right it was the cat human interaction cat cat human communications man i see i want to believe that that was studied because i just the other day was explaining to kate and to edie what it means when a cat slow blinks at you Ah, i do know what that means the cat hug yeah you know i was explaining that to them and like the slow blink back yeah yeah b 
Can it please be this? Yes! Oh, yes. Oh, I needed that. The, I needed to know. The actual name of the paper is a comparative acoustic analysis of purring in four cats. That you <laughs> did a better job getting that to sound as important as it is, Phil. No, I no, like no. That, how you... that was the title of the prize, for the, what they gave it for. It's four not cats. me. That's not enough. That's not fun. No, I think they should do it in more. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Nimrod. <laughs> Nimrod. Don't say Rod like that, www.nimrod.com backslash Kevin. The Ecology Prize for using genetic analysis to identify the different species of bacteria that reside in blank in various countries. Is it A, the belly buttons of farm workers? Is it B, the toilet water at the most heavily trafficked airports? Oh my. Or is it C, wads of discarded chewing gum stuck on pavements? Okay, can I get the whole thing one more time? For you, thank you for not asking me to do that with the first one. For using <laughs> genetic analysis to identify the different species of bacteria that reside in blank in various countries. Belly buttons of farm workers, toilet water at airports, wads of discarded chewing gum. Okay, I'm just going with my own personal experience. Yes. Uh, I've often wondered what kind of Petri dish is on the ground in some of those pieces of gum. Mm -hmm. So whether or not they did it, I hope they do someday. I'm going to say that it's the gum. You're ahead of your time. All right. Yes. The name of the paper, the Wasted Chewing Gum Bacterium. Wasted? Because nobody so was studying the elf was right. Oh, okay, good. good yeah, good, good. Until, they, they, until they started looking into it. And it's one of those things where when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, sure, you can track w all kinds of different bacteria. And maybe there are some bacteria that are specific to this area slash the mouths of the people that live in this area. <clears throat> You're welcome. Chemistry prize. For oh, please don't say chemistry like that. For I love chemistry. Leave me alone. For chemically analyzing the air inside movie theaters to test whether the odors produced by an audience reliably, <laughs> reliably indicate the level of blank in the movie the audience is watching. Is it the level of sight gag, slapstick comedy, and humorous phrases? The level of violence, sex, antisocial behavior, drug use, and bad language? Or the special effect quality in the movie the audience is watching? So checking the odor mm -hmm. in the movie theater mm -hmm. produced by the patrons mm -hmm. uh, in the while movie theater, they're watching, and then seeing how that relates to how much of those things there is in the movie, how much or yeah. how little, yeah. Can you basically smell an audience and determine this property they're, of a movie? They're probably watching something that has a lot of blah. Because right, the smell is strong because say. this we're picking up this. Yes, and the options are like sight gags, comedy. Violence, sex, antisocial, drug use, bad language, special effect quality. The odor. <laughs> which begs, I mean, what? which of those types of fan would smell the strong? <laughs> I don't, okay, you know what? Let's just try this. Special effects, because nerds have a very particular smell. It was, in fact... The smell of violence, sex, antisocial behavior, drug use, and bad language. Uh, crazies have a special smell, too. Well, it's also, think about it. It's like you release pheromones when you're fight or flight, right? Do you, though? There's all this crap. Exactly! <laughs> oh, 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 I think I win. See? That's... Give you extra points. Hey, in, right. in case it ends up tied. In right. case it ends up tied. That's your point. Because you're right. absolutely right. That's the thing. Is, is The question is, is that something we produce? And yeah. it, you know... Word. There you go. And it's time we smelled some psychos. <laughs> Let's. I say that like I don't love those aspects. I was going to say. I love them very much. You actually. do. Maybe I'm a psycho. The economics prize. Yeah. For discovering that the obesity of a country's politicians may be a good indicator of that country's blank. Corruption. Oh, please tell me an option's corruption. First option is corruption. Do you want to do this? No. Stab in the dark. He's got it! Yes! Oh, my God! I was hoping so much that that was the answer, Phil. Wow! Even if you were like, are you sure? And like trying to get me to like, dude, it, it, listen to the rest. I'd be like, no. It, I please. Oh, my God. Blind. He's got it, ladies and gentlemen. We have met before, have we? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other two options. I believe it. Standard of living and gross domestic product were my fake ones. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. The, and, convincing and, if I wasn't so excited. <laughs> you, I, did you actually read that one or is that just Sean willing it I into existence? Look, Phil, I've d been doing this show with you for a long time. I've known you for, for longer. Yes. I don't look at them. Okay. 
I don't. When it, you know me, when I start that's to true, ask actually. you when it's like August, end of August, I'll be like, "Hey, isn't it about time?" And you go, "Shut do up! Do not look for it." Yeah, and then I'm like, "You yep, know better." I'm out. But the title of the paper: "Obesity of Politicians and Corruption in Post-Soviet Countries." Oh, okay. Well, they need to expand that. I think study. they. I totally think they can. I think <laughs> they can. Should. I have a feeling they're trying to. Well, they're worried America is going to be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> we don't like this result. Right. The Peace Prize. For testing the hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect them from blank to the face. Virginity. Was, <laughs> no bonus point here. Was it punches, insect bites, or wind and rain damage? Hmm. We evolved our beards hmm. to protect us from what? Hmm. Insect bites seems unlikely. Um... I don't know why. <laughs> it just seems kind of like, well, an insect can get through your hair. Do you know what I mean? I, of course, oh. I guess it would be less likely to. Wind and rain damage. That seems unlikely to be like, well, the hairier ones are are, are not blowing away during intercourse as often. Um, put that out of context, I dare you. But then I then the so what were the other two was wind and rain damage, insect bites, and punches, and punches. I'm going to say punches, that it actually absorbs impact. Battle beards. Really? Yeah. Ah, dude, I'm feeling That's the hypothesis. That's the hypothesis. Impact, the title of the paper, impact protection of potential, uh, impact protection potential of mammalian hair, testing the pugilist hypothesis for the evolution of human facial hair. Yeah, by Dr. Jonathan Pugil. <laughs> no, I know that's boxing. Just a bunch of people getting socked in the face. For science. Word up, man. Fucking hey, man. Here's the big one for me. <laughs> the, the physics prize. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the centerfold, if you will. <laughs> for conducting experiments to learn why pedestrians blank. <laughs> Spit. Trip on even uh, trip even on completely flat level ground do not consistently collide with other pedestrians or more frequently pass each other on the right from the front, but the left from behind. Ooh, that one's the most interesting sounding, the third one. They all sound interesting. The third one sounds, well, two and three both. I would like to think that these are all interesting things that I could study. Oh, absolutely. But there's something about the, the this, this notion, the second and the third, mm-hmm. of the sort of um, innate navigational something uh, in people and... This is more anthropology and in people as, you know, groups. Sure. As townsfolk and such. Anyway, can I have the options one more time? Trip even on completely flat level ground. Do not consistently collide with other pedestrians or more frequently pass each other on the right from the front, but the left from behind. Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's the third one. I hope it is. I made that one up. Thank oh, you that's very a good much. one, Thank Phil. you very much. Do it. It was, however, the other one. It was do not consistently collide with other pedestrians. You know, I had a sense that there no, was a... No, you sussed that. You're like, why does this like not that. happen more? I like that one a lot, too. It reminds me of those videos where you see, like, you know, people walking in tight formation. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not altogether different from what people do Anybody who... on their way to work or whatever exactly. in crowded areas. If you ever walked in Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan, right after work comes out, there are thousands upon thousands of people that aren't just immediately smacking into each other and knocking themselves over. And they are not communicating with one another. No, they don't like, say anything. On your left, on your right. It's just... Coming through and they're passing through. Yeah, and in the... the years uh, of stinking humanity. And incidentally, there's, 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 a, there's a double bonus on this one. Hey. Uh, physics-based modeling and data representation of pairwise interaction Action among pedestrians is the title of that paper. And uh, pairwise, the dancing scientist. <laughs> Swing your particle docido. And bonus, there was also a, and there was no way to like do both of these. I thought it would sound a little stupid. Twist pipe. Uh, <laughs> stop being a fouch. Uh, there was a kinetics prize given out this year that was for a sister study conducting experiments to find out why pedestrians do sometimes collide. Why'd they give the shit job to the sister? 
but they still both won the eggs. So I mean, uh, you know. So it, basically, they sort of did the flip. They, side. They did the flip thing. side, which is why do they sometimes collide when they're not doing it? Which, which kind of proves the thing, right? It's the exception that proves the rule sort of idea that it's like, well, look, obviously they don't consistently do it. That's worth study. What's also what's going on when they do collide? That is worth study. What's also like if you think about it, it's it's decent science to be like, okay, well, this happens a lot of the time. Let's test it. Can we test the opposite end and see if right. our sets data sets converge? And I think it's a brilliant thing. Right. Um, two left. You, you're doing great. Thanks. You're doing great. The Entomology Prize. Bugs. For a research study, quote, a new method of cockroach control on blank. Is it the highest floors of apartment buildings? On acid. <laughs> Is it food truck counters? Or is it submarines? Give me that again, please. For a research study. So I don't have to tell you the paper after because this is the title. Quote, a new method of cockroach control on blank. The highest floors of apartment buildings, food truck counters, or submarines. That's just odd. It, fascinating, but but like I have no idea. So can you find, you know, you got the off the wall one in submarines, but then you could technically argue that the urgency would go up because like, well, hey, in a closed system like that, everything matters. It could be because of the particular technology is only applicable to the to like a top floor of something. Right. And then the other one is like right there, you know, the food right there. You know, the importance of shit. Um, fuck it. It's a weird thing. I'll say submarine. You got it. Yes. It's actually you had the right idea when everything matters in a closed system. How are you like going to spray space shuttle? Be the same kind of like. Well, how are you going to you know? spray raid if we're right. recirculating this air? Right. You know. So right. so there you go. So look, you got five out of eight already. We got one left. I thought I was doing better than that, to be honest. <laughs> it <laughs> we felt had, better. You had two wrong, but you had the one amazing, like you know, closed-eyed called shot home run. Yeah. So I mean, you know, let's be honest. You're a big winner. Hmm. And here's the last one. All right. The transportation prize. Okay. For determining by experiment whether it is safer to transport an airborne blank upside down. Safer. Safer. To transport an airborne blank upside down. Is it a Maserati? Is it a rutabaga? Or is it a rhinoceros? Okay, this is a, this is a, <laughs> this is a, a stretch. Um, this is something. Safety was what they were talking about, right? Safer to transport. So it's safer. Yes. In the air. In the air. Uh, to transport this whatever upside, upside down. down. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was just on some kind of a hook, uh, I would uh, rhinoceros for sure. Um, because it would be funnier. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Uh, if it's, I don't fucking know. You know what? Uh, when I was a wee lad, I mean, I was like. Three, maybe. I had a dream where I was seeing myself in my bed. So I'm watching myself sleep in the dream, over like overhead looking down, right? Okay. And then a rhinoceros horn speared up kind of like in Last Crusade. Oh, I was going to say. It wasn't between my legs. Like a gag it like came up like next to me. And then like it went back and I'm like, I couldn't move in my bed. And then it like speared up like somewhere else. And then I could hear it charging and thundering. I can only imagine that this traumatizing dream as this thing perforated my cute green bedspread. I miss that thing. As it's rhinoceroses. Because if he had been upside down, you know, fun dream. Just a bunch of high fives from a rhinoceros. So I say rhinoceros. I'm going to show you something on my phone right now. Could you read the title of that article? Upside down rhino research wins Ig Nobel Prize! Yeah! And there is a picture of a rhino suspended by its feet. Phil, I am terribly concerned that you're going to think that I cheated. I am so no! excited to have gotten so many of No! Me. I'm so excited that you got so many as well. Like, I'm starting to intuit, like, no! well, that would be a good you, and, and that is the beautiful thing about the Ig Nobels. And this little talk that we had in between each of them, why things would matter, mm -hmm. that's what it's about. That's and that's the educational value of the that, motherfucking whip around. That's right. Learn, motherfucker. Please. Learn it. Please. So I don't have to teach it later. All right. So this is a break. Yeah, we should probably. This is a break. Yeah. Yo, Philly. Are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. 
I don't have a button. Anyway, I gotta get back to speaking ease. of threefers. Yeah. What? Okay. Hi. That <laughs> went off a little early there. Uh, <laughs> it's sorry. never happened to me before. It I swear. To all podcasts, we can just cuddle. During three for the road, that time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show to the theme of the show. Such got as really dirty. <laughs> Nimrod. What's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three turns apiece talking about real weird new stories that are burning a hole right in our motherfucking brains. We're going to get 30 seconds per turn to talk about those things. And at the end of a 30 second turn, you're going to do something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel reunited with Phil after the remote episode. And it feels so fart. Word up. Word to your parentage. <laughs> anyway, after three turns like that, it's going to be it. That'll be over, and then we'll uh, do some plugs and some chit-chat, and that'll be the end of the show. Phil, I guess I'm probably going first, right? That you should. Do you have any questions for me? How much do you look forward to the Ig Nobels every year on a scale from one to awesome? Uh, however many penis heads that thing had. The, four <laughs> echidna penises. That's how many. How did, I was going to ask, how did the echidna penis not win? Well, I just tried to help. Well, you're welcome, and go. In Step Aside, flaming bags of dog shit news, TikTok teens again crafted a bizarre trend causing minds to explode and cops to issue pretty reasonable safety warnings to those involved. Beaning, folks. Beaning is taking porches and the web by storm. And yep, you're right. Beaning is, per the AV Club quote, nothing more than kids found themselves running up to someone's doorstep and emptying cans of beans onto it. Beaning is really that simple, end quote. Some stores are adding security around the bushes. See what I did there? UK police have even posted warnings of the signs of active beaning in a neighborhood warning youths buying large quantities of cans of beans or children moving cans from the kitchen to family home count your blessings beating is so much safer than flaming shit you whiners and of course science would fix this first news coffee has been called jet fuel for physicists and let's be honest without coffee the world just isn't worth it however with climate change fucking up damn near everything our precious beans aren't safe either fortunately <laughs> for us Heidi Reicher of VTT Technical Research Center of Finland is using the same techniques that people have used to make lab grown meat but turning it to something that much more important, coffee. They've already made, roasted, and brewed their first lab-grown cups of coffee, and they say it smells and tastes normal. Sure, okay, but I guess we should get some non-scientists to try it, because I know scientists, we will drink just about any goddamn coffee, no matter how crappy it is. Still, hooray for new and sustainable coffee. It was only a couple of flipper babies. And the pandemic segment throwback news, a fucking escaped convict in Australia returned to the prison he escaped from 29 years ago on Sunday, voluntarily becoming the latest covid I say anyway, because COVID was scaring him, so he'd rather be in jail beauty party is the guy escaped <laughs> after serving about a third of a three-year sentence for going pot don't get me started and now faces way harsher penalties for you know breaking out of prison well, Australia's <laughs> Darko Dougie Desich quote escaped from the Grafton Correctional Center in New South Wales using tools including a hacksaw blade and bolt cutters now after, struggling, those? after struggling to find work how odd and housing he's happy I guess the kicker when authorities failed to find him after 20 years of searching they lifted his fugitive status and pretty much stopped giving a shit ah! fucking don't no! He, he was, was free! Scott. He was scot-free! In fluffy, fantastic, and scientifically lazy news, a Thank UC you. Davis study <laughs> into the behavior of cats show they're not like other animals when it comes to getting food. See, most animals have a behavior known as contra-freeloading, which stops them from just accepting food that hasn't been worked for in some way, whether it be hunting it themselves or going through hoops or whatever. Cats, on the other hand, don't seem to have this instinct built in. would rather take free food if they can get it. Cats mm. were given simple puzzles that held obviously larger amounts of fruit, food and smaller trays that they could just eat. It's not the cats never did the puzzles, but the cats ate more from the easy food source. Author stresses, yes, while it's important to give our cats enriching toys and things when it comes to food, they're freeloaders, but that's okay. My cat Kepler still does a little prairie dog for food because she's the best cat. Love you, Kepler. And in local festival heat news, the 25th annual chili cook-off in Bethlehem went down in Bethlehem this past weekend, and 20 area restaurants and their staff turned out their best in hopes of taking home a big fat chili pepper trophy for the year. It was going to be 21, but something mysteriously happened to a local uh, business, Tally Ho. Uh, not, so they didn't participate, but we did still have 20. Much spicy joy was had, and while we congratulate National SoCo's Bethlehem and Rise Above Hair Studio uh, for winning People's Choice Chili, and the Social Still Restaurant won the celebrity. Judge, I don't, oh, I don't even know who then. it is, so don't ask. Award the whip around congratulates all involved, especially the winner of Sean's Choice Award, Lalupita on Fourth Street, who made incredible chili with actual heat, and it was all amazing. Eat more chili. See you next year. And finally, in well, that's a new one. News: uh, We all use jumbo. We were all used to jumbotron kiss cams and proposals and ballparks on the big screen. But San Francisco Giants fan just had a different message displayed during a recent home game on September fifteenth. The message went up that said, "Quote: Happy divorce, Max. Back in the game," and brought the entire stadium to a standing ovation. Ryan Farrell, a friend of Max in question, Mr. Max Blue, didn't think much of it, but splurged on the message to celebrate his friend at one of his favorite places after the split to raise his spirits. Max was floored by the response and said that he's never heard the stadium quite so loud in all his years attending. God. "Quote." The the funniest part is that it was preceded by three or four proposals. Congrats, Mr. Blue, on your divorce, and kudos to your friend, Mr. Farola, for cheering you on and turning you into a local, now national legend. Uh.
Anything worth doing is worth doing on a jumbotron. I so. mean, I I would cheer you up. I would, I would put shit on a Jumbotron for you. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> and then <laughs> unplug me when it's time. <laughs> You'd never see it because you don't do sports. Phil, do we have any plugs? Speaking of sports, you know who does sports really well? Oh. The fellas over at Potadelphia. Oh. The only Philly sports show that matters. Oh. Yeah, making my commutes a little better every Wednesday. You can listen to them after you listen to the Whip Around. It's not your typical Philly sports show. They do Philly sports with Philly attitude, with that Philly love that only people from Philly quite fully get. Yeah. 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 Flyers, Eagles, Sixers. Dillio. There's the Dilly thing, the Union, and oh, I missed one. Damn it. I was so close. Franklin? Yes. Liberty Bells. William Penn. The Liberty Bells. Gritty. The little bells. <laughs> Every. Booyah, the tiny bell. <laughs> no. Horse. The horse. Booyah, the tiny bell wearing horse. Just I, for this. Better. Thanks. Every Wednesday with Sarah and Dave and. O-C-J E-N-J. You heard the man. Listen to them. Hey, Phil's got a wife. I she do. makes <laughs> costumes. She does cool shit. She has Broadway-level talent. She has Hollywood-level talent. She has experience with both. She's draping. F- she's for famous companies of dance, traditional shit. She can She's help. draping nuts. She's draping <laughs> the nuts. All right? Christmas. You're welcome, hon. <laughs> Redheaded Taylor, check out that shop. Phil, help me. You're so uh, good the, at the these. magician's assistant, Etsy page, and Facebook page. Right. Redheaded Taylor on Instagram and, and the TikTok. And the TikTok. I'm guessing you can ask about Halloween stuff. Please but, do. You know, the you know sooner listen, the better on it any never, of that. And I'll say this with any idea you have, small or large, jewelry or costume, it never say hurts. Something. Yeah, send her a message. She'll get back to you. Honest pricing, reasonable pricing, and you're never going to get better talent. Believe me. And you're never going to better, get better quality. Just get better. Get nits. better. Get better. I am not even drinking. And speaking of it, the doesn't get better. You're going to none of it drinking. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> not even drinking. So you can have my license, but I can't have yours. Sp- okay. <laughs> fair. This is America. And speaking to of it, pro- does To protect and, <laughs> and serve. Pretense and serve. And speaking of it, doesn't get better than this. Citizen Gabby has a brand new Instagram page called Citizen Gabby. Where she Isn't gonna, it perfect? Where she is going to feature the same t-shirts and all of her creative activities that she does. And she does a whole lot. And she's going to show those beautiful t-shirts that we have every, every t-shirt Tuesday on our Whip Around socials that she's been doing for us. Citizen Gabby, thank you so much for all that. And go give Citizen Gabby a follow literally on Citizen Gabby. Right. On Instagram. So. And possibly TikTok too? <laughs> TikTok too? Well, look, it's all about the research that we do, folks. That's, that's I think, uh, the strongest We know. It's certainly show. Instagram. I'm just not up on my TikTok. So don't forget, by the way, uh, first off, thank you for listening. I yes. haven't said that in a while. We have expressed the love, which we will again in a moment. Thank you for downloading. Sincerely. Thank you for downloading and cleaning up after yourself when you're done. Wow. But seriously, please show again. Uh, tell your tell your your allies, your friends, you know, tell everyone. Uh, share the posts. Spread comment. Email us, the whip around at gmail.com. Rate us. Review the show on whatever platform iTunes, you're on. On Spotify, whatever. Always helps us get in more people's ears, and that's what we want. Yeah, and we love hearing from you. Yes. You know, that, that whole thing from from Citizen Jillian, that's awesome. You know, we connect with Citizen Gabby. Now she's doing something kind of f- cool and fun with the, you know. So, hey, it could happen to you, too. Yes. It could happen to you, too. You, too, could be part of this family. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that could happen to you. It it's like Sh- to you. like Sean saying, and you've adopted us. So live for the now, because we're coming. All right? Weird <laughs> news is coming with us. That's right. We love you. Aggressively this week, apparently. Bye. Bye. For now. Not creepy. (laughs) I'm right behind you. It's a podcast. (laughs) It's an attitude podcast. It's It's a a podcast with attitude. It's a potitude. It's a potitude.